0: Out of the Ten Commandments, which is your favorite? Fav- favorite? Favorite yeah. commandment? Yeah. Kind of a dumb question,
1: right? Favorite prohibition, yeah. You know, who likes rules? <laughs> right. But <laughs> but these are these are really important. Yeah, they are. These yeah, commandments are. are really important. Because yeah. when you think about it, if you violate these, it doesn't make life any better. It makes everything worse for everybody involved.
0: Right. and it, Which is why it's kind of sad that we're pulling these out, at least in the U.S., pulling these out of public areas. Because it's these commandments that brought order into a chaotic ancient world. Exactly. And
1: they also serve as the foundation for Western civilization.
0: Yeah.
1: So let's, uh, let's, let's get, get into, into this. Exodus
0: chapter 20. You're listening to Between the Lines. I'm Junior.
1: And I'm Scott.
0: And, and I'll start reading. Okay. It says, Then God gave the people all these instructions. I am the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other God but me. And that that right there, that's verse three.
1: That is commandment number one. In fact, what we're gonna find as we go through these is that there's been uh, some differences in how they have been numbered. And a lot of people have asked me that. even when we went through a series, a preaching series on the Ten Commandments, we ordered them differently than what a lot of people, especially in Catholicism, Lutheranism, what they had learned growing up. And what had taken place here during the echinoclastic controversy, that was the split of the Eastern and the Western Church. One of the major Can you say
0: that again, that controversy name. Uh,
1: the echinoclastic controversy. Controversy.
0: So when you go into work today, you just say, "You say, hey, you guys know all about the uh, kind of classic what, what controversy, controversy," <laughs> and you'll sound so smart. Just don't yeah. say it
1: like I just said it. <laughs> and, and what what had taken place? One of the major issues that split the Eastern Western churches the, was the birth of the Roman Catholic um, Church and the. Orthodox churches was the Eastern church. And one of the major issues there was that— The the, icons. Yes, the Western church and what had taken place when when Christianity was not just made legal. That happened under Constantine, but then two emperors later, it was mandated. And so people were required to become Christian. Now, you can imagine, I mean, they had their own religions prior to this. So a lot of the people who were not Christians at that point, which in on the western side, the further west you go, the fewer Christians that there were, they took what had been their beloved deities that they had already made images of and they Christianized those just so that they could stay within the law. Yeah, And they became what became known as saints or different Christian... Idols from the New Testament, even, and the Old Testament, yeah. and they began to worship those it's idols. It's actually kind of
0: where nuns came from, too, isn't it? Well,
1: that, that was part of it, yeah, yeah. There was kind of another tradition that was carried over from Roman paganism yeah. that came into Catholicism yeah. Yeah. at that time. But uh, what happened then, because they had all of these images that they were bowing down before and praying to, and even do today, the Eastern Church said, hey, you're violating the second commandment. And so... Um, part of when the split took place, part of what happened is they separated one or they combined one and two, making the second commandment, I think less important. Yeah. And then they divided the 10th commandment, which was do not covet. And they divide into two, don't covet. This is the ninth commandment to them and don't covet these other things, which they said was the 10th commandment. Yeah. But in reality, do not have any other gods or, or God saying, I am your one and only. That's commandment number one. Do not have, make up any images and bow before them and pray to them and worship them. That was the second commandment.
0: Who would have thought when you turned on Between the Lines today that you would have read the first commandment and then got into Constantine? And the... <laughs> History lesson. Yes, right. But um, this is why though you go into some churches, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dad, like the Orthodox Church, uh, lots of statues and images. Well,
1: actually more
0: more on the Western
1: side. So it was the Western okay. Church that was promoting this and the Eastern Church traditionally would not allow for any of these images.
0: which is so so why is that though? Because when I've gone into Eastern Orthodox churches, I do see a lot of pictures and a lot of.
1: Yeah. Uh, pictures are probably one thing, statues okay. are another. And I, I don't know because I'm not that familiar with uh, Orthodox, okay. the Eastern right. Orthodox groups.
0: All right. Well, having said all that, that was, <laughs> that was commandment number, yeah. number one. You must not have any other God but me. Now, we might look at that and think like, oh, okay, well, I'm good on that one. But the reality is, is what God is saying is there's nothing else can be as important as me. Yeah, I agree. And is You're that really first. true in your life? Like as you pursue the day today, is there something that's just more important than honoring God?
1: And remember, that was the first temptation in the Garden of Eden, was that you can become your own gods. And in a sense, that is our greatest temptation, is that we want to put ourselves to be more important than anything else. All right, we'll get into the second commandment, which is verse 4.
0: You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children and the entire families affected, even children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. So that would be commandment number two. Now we have commandment number three. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. That's another commandment
1: where I think it's misunderstood. That I think because of that, we, we claim that cursing... Uh, particularly using God's name, like in, OMG. Yeah, yes. I, which I don't think that we should do that. I don't. You I don't, I don't even use the initials OMG to you know make that declaration. Uh, but in reality, what this commandment is about is we're not to attach God's name to things that God's. You know, God didn't necessarily say. Yeah. And so I and we know this was violated. Let's say in the early days of the Americas with slavery, when they would claim biblical reason for their practice of slavery. And God is saying, wait a minute, don't attach my name to this. I I'm not I'm not a part of this. I'm not endorsing that. Yeah. But I do think also that there are a lot of professing Christians today and genuine Christians that do this because they want to attach God's name to things that they want to do. And so oftentimes you hear them saying well God is leading me to do this or yeah. and and instead God is saying oh no, wait a minute you're you're making that decision. Go ahead and make the decision. I'm okay with you deciding things. But don't blame me for they that. They
0: spiritualize their desires. Yeah. Which is kind of what you were saying earlier when you had the idols and they were brought into the church and mm-hmm. let's just kind of like spiritualize these and just Christianize them. Right. right. That's essentially what, what you're saying here is that we do that with our desires. We do
1: that with our own desires. Yeah. Yes. And, I, and I'm not, I, you know, I do want to lean on God and follow his leading, but I also want to make sure that I'm taking responsibility. I think a lot of times when people say, well, I prayed about this and this is what God wants me to do. And. And in reality, it it's it really has, it's, it's just what they want to do. And they're claiming that, well, and the, the problem is that when you say something like that, you shut down any kind of discussion or advice. Yeah. So if someone says, well, God is leading me to marry this person, which I've, I've heard that time and again when it's a non-Christian. In other cases, that would be a violation of scripture. And they're saying, well, God is leading. Well, I, if, if, God is, if God said to do this, well, how can I yeah. say don't?
0: Yeah. Well, the reality, I, I think, is is that God is leading them to marry that person, but it's not capital G, it's little yeah, it's their G, own and it's God. the little G of their desires <laughs> yeah. and feelings.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, so or we say, get into the, that's this is now the third commandment. Yep, remember, so we already did that. That was the third commandment, was to not fourth. misuse
1: God's name. So now the
0: fourth in verse eight. It says, remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath. Sabbath means stop. It's a stop day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day no one in your household may do any work. This includes your sons, daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock and any foreigners living among you. For in 6 days the Lord made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them, but on the 7th day he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. I, um, I actually had a conversation with my yeah. daughter about that this morning. We were just talking about uh-huh. no today's not Sabbath, but you know as we we're having breakfast we we're just talking about Old Testament law, actually talking about the 10 commandments. And my, my daughter said, you know, what does Sabbath mean? I said, well, it means stop. And so she said, so I don't have to do homework on Sabbath. I said, well, absolutely. But you know what that means? The other six days, you better bust it. Yeah. And do all good. your homework and get all your work right. done.
1: I think this is the commandment we violate the most. We claim that this is only for the Jews, for Israel, but that there's nothing in there that indicates that this is only for Israel. Yeah. But we're running out of time. Yeah. So I yeah, you want to take it to verse 12? Because I don't yeah.
0: like this next commandment. So you want to take that one? Honor your father and mother.
1: <laughs> hey. Honor your father and mother, <laughs> then you will live a long, full life in the land that the Lord God is giving you. And uh, you shall not—you must not murder. You must not commit adultery, seventh commandment. You must not steal, eighth commandment. You must not testify falsely against your neighbor, ninth commandment. And then 10th commandment, you must not covet your neighbor's house. You must not covet your neighbor's wife, male or female servant, ox or donkey, or anything else that belongs to your neighbor. So why they would divide that commandment. I don't know, but they did. Anyway, verse 18, then, when the people heard the thunder and the loud blast of the ram's horn, and when they saw the flashes of lightning and the smoke billowing from the mountain, they stood at a distance, trembling with fear. Man, I'd love to talk about all of this, you know, this chapter so much, but uh, again, we're we're just doing a reading. And they said to Moses, you speak to us and we will listen, but don't let God speak directly to us or we will die. Don't be afraid, Moses answered them, for God has come in this way, to test you so that you your fear of him will keep you from sinning. And as the people stood in the distance, Moses approached
0: the dark cloud where God was. That is an interesting thing that he just said, though, that it will keep yeah. you from sinning. Sometimes, you know, especially when we get into habitual sin, sometimes the solution is I just need to fear God yeah, more. Yeah, fear of God is healthy for us. Just as the fear of parents is
1: healthy for children. And the Lord said to Moses, say this to the people of Israel, you saw for yourselves that I spoke to you from heaven Remember, you must not make any idols of silver or gold to rival me. Build for me an altar made of earth and offer your sacrifices to me, your burnt offerings and peace offerings, your sheep and goats and your cattle. Build my altar wherever I cause my name to be remembered, and I will come to you and bless you. If you use stones to build my altar, use only natural uncut stones. Do not shape the stones with a tool for that would make the altar unfit for holy use and do not approach my altar by going up steps if you do someone might look up under your clothing and see your nakedness and with that we end the chapter mm. <laughs> uh but let's uh, let's get over to Proverbs 31 Exodus 20 is so good and then there's going to be follow up for this of course we'll be talking about in the in the days ahead right so we're over and we're Proverbs 30 because today is the 30th. And, uh, you know, I, I picked this one out because it fits with the Ten Commandments. And I just thought it'd be good for you, Junior. And that is, some people curse their father and do not thank their mother. I think maybe in modern day vernacular, some people make fun of their father. Yeah. <laughs> uh, verse 12. They feel, I think you do more than making fun of <laughs> yeah, than I, I do. I think I probably do. I make make fun of you a lot more. Um, they feel pure, but they are filthy and unwashed. In, in, a, in all actuality, there's some real seriousness in this, that we have a great obligation. And if we've got young people listening, man, and I know we do. I know we do. You've got a great obligation that when you rebel against or when you dishonor your parents, you're actually dishonoring the God who purposely gave those parents to you. Yeah. You look at verse 17, it makes it even more serious. The eye that mocks a father and despises a mother will be plucked out by ravens of the valley and eaten by vultures. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there's a curse upon. I told those, my daughter my dishonored. daughter
0: that when she was three, oh. she rolled her eyes at her mother, and I quoted that <laughs> about the ravens plucking the eyes. Oh my! I bet that did its trick. Hey, sometimes the fear of God makes you not sin, as we just read. So yeah. I'm almost still okay with that one. <laughs> So uh, we've got a national day of something today, yeah, right? it's National um, Checklist Day, October 30th. I usually don't like checklist, Dad, but I've been learning that mm-hmm. every Sunday night and Sabbath, I make a checklist for the week. I want to get this done Monday, Tuesday, oh, that's Wednesday. Good. And it's a huge help with a yeah. guide throughout the week. It's like, you know, set some goals helpful. for you. That's awesome. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, so practice. Maybe, maybe introduce that in your life if you haven't been doing it.
1: It was a good all being right. with all of you today. Yep. And we'll look forward to being back again tomorrow.